Welcome to Exiting Through the 2010s, a podcast about the movies from the 2010s. I'm Jack Draper. With me, joining me in the future room, it's Chloe Williams. See this bed? It's like t- turning. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucking bonkers, dude? Isn't that nuts? I don't know. <laughs> ever, been in, tra- ever been to one of those hotels? No, because I've never elicited a, po- a prostitute. So no, I have never been to any of those pro- <laughs> motels. Mm. Now's your time um, to admit. Yeah, that was that was my time yeah. to. This is your slot. I've all, to I wonder open. if those still. I mean, I know that kind of thing exists, but you ever seen like movie? Like, I feel like I anything I know about like actual motels comes from film and television. So <laughs> like, isn't. I forget there's a bit in one one of them where it's like the magic what's the thing that makes the bed shake what do they call it the magic like you put a quarter in what I have no idea what you're talking about no I'm am I crazy okay I'm googling is it it like an old like like you go to a a rusty motel you put a quarter in and then the bed kind of shakes giving you this nice like no okay never mind all right i'm stupid no no i mean is it water i'm a dummy like do you is it like a novelty yes it's definitely like a novelty okay (laughs) magic i'm I'm gonna type in magic bed watch this (laughs) um i can I, I'm trying to. I don't even. I don't even think I could visualize the film example of what you're thinking of. I don't. I. I I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I, I'm sorry. I exist. Oh. I'm sorry. We're talking. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. Well, move on. Okay. Let's just get out of this hole that we dug for ourselves. Uh, today we have Lou Valentine. Um, with us that brought us the film, it's Jahan Pasfia. Coming, but hi, lovely to have Thanks you here. You back, guys. Yeah, um, here's today to discuss Blue Valentine and decide which one of us is the Dean, which one of us is the Cindy. And Jesus be- Christ, do not <laughs> no, do that. Um, no. But that would be terrible if we were just like, <laughs> who's the alcoholic? Um, right. <laughs> and who's the who's the alcoholic or who's the workaholic? That's that's what we're here. Oh, about, I right? see. I see what you yeah. did there. Um, but first, let's go into what we've been watching recently. Um, yeah, if anybody would like to start, um, floor is yours. Eighty for I... Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is. I've more. seen more movies this month, and eighty for Brady is the highlight of my cinematic viewings. <laughs> unfortunately you got jane you got lily you and you got brady which is the worst part of the movie titled 80 for brady you know who you don't have gronk not enough of him not enough of. not enough well he's in it though right it would be insane for like a one scene and then like i don't know jane fonda writes gronk erotica so oh, that's no, not enough crazy. and he's like a fan of her erotica like oh my God. He reads Gronk, Gronk reads Gronk fan fiction, which is crazy. That's hysterical and probably true. I mean, that movie just reads as like an appetizer for what's coming with Book Club 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That'll be fun. Should we do Book Club? I mean, 
we've done like the mama we've done like mama mia so it would make sense (laughs) it's the same genre i mean i i love mama mia here we go again but it's like it's the same demographic it's aiming towards Mm -hmm. let's like let's be i've been watching like exclusively tv for the past like month i binge Mm -hmm. like all of vanderpump rules Ooh, and it was amazing Mm -hmm. other than that I watched like Daisy Jones and the Six like six times because I had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so do you rate the songs or? Yeah, the yeah. album. I've been milking that show <laughs> as a freelancer. I'm like, I like milk the shit out of it. So, <laughs> and now it's ended and I'm like, well, at least I got to do some coverage for it. But I know it like filled up a month's worth of coverage. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I still need to see that. Here it's good. Um, it's not like amazing. I'm not gonna yeah. like overhype it and be like, "This is the greatest <laughs> show on the planet" because it's not. Yeah, it's but... just like solid. Yeah, I like Riley. I'm always gonna like Riley. Um, so awesome. Yeah. Um, the cast is good. It's just like kind of what streaming services is it on? Amazon Prime. Which I don't have. Yeah. Um, because I'm not giving that man money. <laughs> I'm oh, I'm just, Bezos, that guy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I just don't like getting all the streaming services. They send me like random screeners. So I'm just like, okay, thanks. Guess you don't want me to pay for you either. Did you have the, did they give you the full season? Yeah. Well, I had to do like have... an interview for it. And I was just like, hey, mm. I'm doing an interview. And they tried to get me into like a press junket. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm talking to his publicist. Please don't put me in there. Because <laughs> I don't have really you... want to be a junket. Have you ever gotten like, a screener for let's say half the season but never watched the second half i uh, know not that i've never watched the second half i don't think so but what if it well let's say they only gave you half for uh this one and since you don't have amazon how are you ever going to watch the second half soap today <laughs> yeah literally yeah no fair 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 yeah i would do the same just wanted to get you on record. I am I am the FBI. So. <laughs> I know. I know. We're trying to fish. I know. You want to talk Imagine. closer to the microphone, please? <laughs> I'm like actually, way too honest you, about my illegal viewing, you know, habits. You actually broke up if you could repeat. Uh, right, 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 right. Can you just like speak very louder and give you give you uh give us your location and where to send uh extra extrajudicial yeah. uh SWAT teams? Um Okay, have you recovered from Magic Bed, or would you like to go? And so I, whatever I found it, motherfuckers. Y'all acted like I was fucking crazy. Clay, so weird. He's Who's so the crazy quirky. one now? Uh, developed in 1958 in Mr. <clears throat> uh, basement. Uh, Magic fi- Magic Fingers was a ubiquitous presence in the roadside America of the 1960s and 70s. Installed on millions of beds in hotels and motels across the country, it featured a mechanical vibrator attached to the box spring and a coin meter attached to the vibrator. Magic Fingers. Fuck both of you. I've never heard of that. No, that yeah. is, this is completely too, Maybe this is like too American for me. I don't yeah. know. But also, I guess if anything is close to what I was visualizing, it was in Back to the Future 2 when Biff goes all Trump and there's like that turning. But even then, it was like what you described was like so far. Anyway, doesn't matter. 
I'm gonna, and I think it's, I feel like it's like in Midnight Run. I feel like that, that like, I feel like that, like there's a scene of who's like, you know, the kind of schlubby bounty hunter who's like in the motel and just like shaking. Is it like, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. I've spent too much time on this already. I feel horrible. I'm bad at my job. Okay, this is what I watched. I've seen Den of Thieves, the Gerard Butler uh, testosterone masterpiece. Um, it's good. It's not a masterpiece. Um, it's 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 a heat ripoff to its core. Um, everyone's very good at it. Pablo Schreiber, I didn't know, like had that in him. Um, he's really compelling in it. Oh, um, I love him. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I just don't have a ton of like. What else has he been in? Sequel coming, I think. You know what's absolutely <laughs> fucked up is that the thing I recognize him from is um like Law and Order SVU. That's so funny. <laughs> I get that. I, I, mm-hmm. I recognize most actor I recognize most actors from like USA television, so I can relate. Um yeah, they did like a binge one, like a marathon thing, and it was like his episodes. Oh, that's like, right. Like, he was in Manchurian Canada. He was great in that. I've never seen um that. The remake, not obviously not the 60s one. He wasn't like negative five. Oh, I've never seen that either. Like I've never seen it. No, I know. No, I know. Um O'Shea Jackson Jr. is also really solid in it. Dead of Thieves. Um, not Manchurian mm-hmm. Candidate. Um that'd be funny. F-O-K. The Frankenheimer. I, yeah. I it's kind he should be in I guess he is I guess he's working, but between that like between that. Ingrid goes west, straight out of Compton. The dude's a really good actor. Yeah. Like cocaine bear much... too. Yeah, I was about to say cocaine bear. Yeah. Oh, I know, but that movie doesn't count because it doesn't. Um, he needs to like like a big role because he's like he's already better than his dad. Um, I guess that's not a crazy thing, but I don't know. His dad can be charming. Um, not on Twitter. Um <laughs> But not when he's espousing anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy theories. He can be charming. Right. Um, on screen. Let's keep it right, to on screen. Right. right. Uh, but I no, I really like him. I, it, especially, mm-hmm. and that, that was like my big takeaway in Ingrid Goes West is that he's great. He's so charming. Mm-hmm. He's just a great uh, screen presence. And he's going to be in the community sequel. Great yeah. Right. And I don't know if that sequel is ever going to happen, to be honest. Because it's yeah. like... It's been talked about it's for been a in, It's in production. Role. Hard Rain. The Christian, the uh, fucking um, Christian Slater, Morgan Freeman mini driver vehicle. Uh, it is this random '90s thriller about how it's like a bank, it's like a, a armored car truck heist in the middle of like one of the worst floods ever in this rural American town. It's solid. It's short. It's decent. It's good. That's how I'll put it. Royal Warriors. The um, Michelle Yeoh movie that uh, is featured on the Criterion Channel festival thing programmed list. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, Good. Good. She's good. Everyone's good in that one. Solid. Um, And after I watched Blue Valentine for this, I had the brilliant idea. So I'm seeing John Wick chapter four tonight with some friends mm. and I have not really re I've seen. Is that the one, one about two. the bear that's on cocaine? Mm. Yeah, but he, but he's an assassin, uh, bear assassin. Uh, I, I'd actually, I, that sounds like a better idea <laughs> than fucking cocaine bear. What if a bear, but an assassin 
Hey, I'd that pay. Lizzie Banks. Fucking take that to the bank, cash it, fucking get that money. Cocaine. No, no, no. It would be Bear Assassin. Bear Assassin. That's a good title. I'll direct it. Fuck it. Um, O'Shea Jackson, O'Shea Jackson Jr. starring. Uh, I, I, yeah, I rewatched the chapter three because I've seen the first two a million times. Um, I had, I think I've only seen chapter three twice. And so I rewatched it last night and what a motion picture that is. John Wick chapter three, that ending fight scene with Mark Dukakis is so good. It looks it. I always forget how good these movies look, but it is. They just the the way you they use that like bright, almost you know stark lighting at the end of all that glass and all those reflections and how they're able to use shadows in certain ways and this whole myth, like this whole idea of people disappearing into the background constantly. Um, it's so dynamic. It's so fucking awesome and engaging. I just. And the you know it's Mark Dukakis, just fucking a legend martial artist in um, film, and Keanu, and man, it's just that's the stuff, man. That's I'm so fucking pumped for four. I haven't been this pumped for a movie in a while. I could like just because I'm like just from like the people I trust with like action movie opinions. I'm just like hearing what they say, and I'm just like. Like me, and John. Holy fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Confession: I've never seen the John Wick movies, though. You, yeah, then I, you, yeah, I, then even more so. Yeah, like I like my point stands. That'd be funny. Um, I, I we, we got to do something with those movies. We got to like split up like something with those three, or like do that. That or, might be our longest. Yeah. Ep- <laughs> that that might be if we would have to probably try to do a mini series for that one because I could go on and on about like maybe like a like, it's like be a monologue like, podcast yeah like maybe like one two three like it like their own episode like I don't know well I think so I think that would yeah. work yeah um yeah. And we'll it just feels David like they're so influential <laughs> they're so influential at this point I was just thinking like oh yeah and it's funny there are people who like you know it's like oh you know it's ripping off this this and this i'm like you mean like every action movie ever made yeah they're ripping off things that's what fucking that shit is every great action movie you've seen is a ripoff of something that happened in the fucking 70s all right or the 60s like this is not a grand opinion Oh, it's more like hard boil. It's like fuck off. Like, yes, obviously, but that's the genre. That's horror. That's sci-fi. All of it is ripping it off each other. Doesn't mean it's less influential or less impactful. It has completely changed yeah. the action movie genre in its current state. It mm. has fucking made John Wick a verb in a way, like certain like I saw like some um a prequel to a Vietnamese action movie came out on Netflix uh the furies and like people are like oh yeah it has some john wickisms in it and it's like that's that's what fucking this it's that's what it did to the genre so yes it's influential that's just an objective fact i saw some people getting it like i brandon strusinger beloved beloved action expert who has been on the show friend of the show beautiful man um he got some shit for that and it's just like are you like it's an like what he said was objectively a fact that it is an it has changed the landscape it just has 
Sorry. Yeah. That's that. I'll I mean, get off my soapbox. Li- li- I know. I was going to say, I'm taking away. I'll, I'll move it over I'm to saying, the side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to put you it know, in the I'll, I'll just add ripping off or taking influence from is perceived as a negative when in fact that can be something that's good or something that's only taking shades of what came before and then adding your own. It's the nature um, of every genre. It's the nature of genre when in fact, it's like you wouldn't expect to be, uh, you know, explaining these things. You would think that they would just be like a given that people know them. Right. I don't know. I don't know. What was that? People love discoursing everything. People love discoursing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love it. It's so healthy. Um, I will talk about sunshine because you did talk a few episodes ago. Okay. Good point. No, no. All right. Bye guys. Go ahead. Um, it's, I'm, I'm infatuated with that film. I mean, it's like everything that you want, something so simple to be that is so profound at the same time. That makes no sense, but it's like not a complex story, but the human emotion is very deep. It's just so deeply felt. Um, the cast is so winning. It's like tightly written. Nothing is overworked. It's just like, I mean, you know, like I watched it for um, blank check covering Danny Boyle right now. And on that episode, they mentioned that it's basically like, wages of fear in space and yeah i mean you don't think that would work as well as it does until it's um crystallized into something it actually i mean speaking of taking influence from right it's like that's like one of the most influential thrillers ever um and it's uh yeah and it's like at a time when um Killian was at peak handsomeness. Uh, Chris Evans was interesting. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's all let's all fucking calm down with this peak handsomeness talk. He is just start, want... currently in his peak. Let's. Yeah, I wanted all I wanted... calm. Let's all calm the he fuck like down Peaky right Blinders. now. I wanted He's to rise out of you. I know. So hot I... in Peaky Blinders. You know how you know that's his peak because people have him tattooed like on their thighs. <laughs> and I do as well. He no. Uh, I, I I've thought about it. I, I won't I won't lie. He looks impeccable in those suits. Impeccable. And although I mean maybe it's just like the smoking too. You know, he's just like that, yeah. that helps. That helps. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just no, the there's hair. no I don't know, like that, like I don't yeah. know. The the buzz people don't know that Anya Taylor Joy is like a big character in the last two seasons. She is. Yeah. I used to like watch that show religiously, and I was like obsessed with her because of Peaky Blinders and not because of like that's the, very funny. The witch, or I yeah, I haven't seen the witch. So like for me, she was <laughs> Taylor Joy, the witch, blinder star. Yeah, I I I used to love. I I'm a, I used to be obsessed with that show too. It, it's like that's that's me with so many t- different television shows. Is I obsessed over it. it was part of my personality. I still love it in a way, but I have not seen the last two seasons. Yeah, that's like every I'm single show I love. That's so funny. You don't want to. You don't want to say goodbye. Yeah, it's like yeah, like in a way, feel like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it's also that's on yeah. my Netflix. Like, com- like, please finish this, and I'm like, no thanks. I'll go watch another like ten season long yeah. TV show instead. Yeah, where's Vanderpump Rules? Never finish like, that. Um, no, but I, I don't, I don't believe that. I just wanted to see your reaction. Um, 
you just, got it you got I'm it yeah, yeah. but like for some reason there's some shows that like exhaust me to the point of like I don't even want to finish them like after they've been yeah. gone like off air for so long and then they come back like I have no feelings toward you anymore my my phase of liking you is gone yeah like that's a, that's how I can get with some miniseries also like um it's it tv is is tiring and when it's good it's good oh i saw i maybe i'll talk about this later but i ended up i did end up seeing light between the oceans which was wait let me guess let me guess what that is is that the michael fassbender alicia vikander movie yeah you got it um terrible you hated it terrible did not like it but listen listen like it's i can't even argue with you because i don't remember anything about i know i was gonna say like i think there's a reason why you didn't remember much like it's like pretty sleepy yeah yeah it's just i think it was also like maybe my headspace but it It was so it's like a dull movie (laughs) yeah it's like really anonymously directed as well um for a writer who I mean, this is like the problem with adaptation too. I think you just want to adapt something that just had like no passion behind it. Um, yeah. But there's no passion with the adaptation with it. And there's no passion with the like romance. Like if you're going to make a romance novel. Really? I mean, I think the like chemistry between them was like the only good part. Mm. Like, or like the best part at least. Are they yeah. still together? Yeah, they're yeah. Married, so. yeah, they're with kids, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, they're like yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> celebrity couples. Like I <laughs> for some reason, like I'm obsessed with yeah. Michael Fassbender and Lisa Vikander. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn, actually, because like maybe they do they I think they made they may build chemistry yeah. out from the beginning, but they, it's not like a spark immediately. Um, especially considering like how organic this relationship is uh off screen and yeah. then like the next feature is placed beyond the pines and then of course you have, have gosling and eva mendez right like um derek's a matchmaker yeah yeah derek's a matchmaker i was gonna say um yeah i don't know i mean it's it's, it's sort of like no certainly movie. not um it looks really good i'll i'll give it that like it, it shot handsomely um yeah I don't know. There's just like no complexity, or at least the complexity isn't as it, it, the complexity feels underwritten to me. Unlike his last two features, yeah. Um, but like you say, it's like his most interesting movie and kind of signals the end of this uh, decade for San France. But I think that brings us to our first exposures. Um, John, please go first with uh, how Blue Valentine ends your your life. Um, okay. I think it was like five years ago. It was like, I think it was a pretty big movie on film Twitter at the time, even though nobody talks about it now. Um, but like, I just was super obsessed with like Ryan Gosling at that time. And I continue to be And um, I watched it. I loved it. It made me sob. And it, then it became like an unconventional comfort movie for me. And I rewatched it like 10 times and then never watched it again. So yeah. Was it what made the big? Oh, oh, I was just, 
I was, no, I, was no, I think so, we were at our, well, no. or, yeah, I mean, or, you're yeah. the one on the magic bed. Um, the, just I fingers, magic had... fingers. <laughs> I think it sounds creepier, doesn't it? Magic finger it do- sounds creepier. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like that at all. Um, <laughs> that's what it's called. I can't tell you. I can't, I can't lie to you. You're my friend. You got any like talents? Like hidden talents? Can you dance? You can tap dance? Can you? No. Here, I'll play a song and you dance. Okay. I can't really sing. I have to sing goofy in order to sing. Like, I have to sing stupid. Okay? Okay. It's because I love you most Gosling was also an actor that Clay and I bonded over. And he has one of those, you know, like addictive um, careers and personality, like on-screen personalities that you're just like instantly like craving more of, especially when you're getting into film. So, and effortlessly so. Um, And I think this this year, (laughs) never mind, not all good things, I'm not including into this, but um rather this performance um in my eyes was the start of not only this run of really hot movies that proved how his range and his charisma but like I don't even know how to describe it like you know as a Canadian he sort of adopts this very like American swagger like like sort of like but sort of like that they're everywhere I don't know like like people have talked about it. Like he sort of has this Brando thing going on. Like he has this like affection with his voice that he sometimes does, where it's like a little bit more like over it attitude. Um, I don't. I, I'm probably doing a terrible job like explaining it, but you guys. No, I get it. And no, I mean, I I I completely what, understand like that yeah. idea. And this is the first performance where I I remember seeing it because um, like this is around the time of Drive. Um, and Gangster Squad also. And I think those all sort of correlate into, well, you, you know, it, it has more of a relation than all good things and both are not existent. Um, but also you mentioned film Twitter and I was curious if you remember this. What's that? <laughs> I was curious if you remember this leaving an impact at the time when you discovered it, because like you say, I don't think this is much talked about like currently. 
Yeah, I don't know. Do you mean like an impact on me or an impact online? An impact online. At the time, yes. <laughs> now it's like a movie that people really appreciate but don't talk about. And same with <laughs> Derek in general, like nobody yeah, talks about him. for sure. Yeah. Um, I think at the time it was a movie that like people just really love to tweet like screenshots of. It was like the aesthetically pleasing movie. And then people are just like, oh my God, this is so heartbreaking, but it's so pretty. And that was like exactly what convinced me to watch it. Um, but then it kind of like fizzled out. Maybe it was just like who I started following and not following anymore, mm. but it was like a Stan yeah. film Twitter thing. And also just people... like yeah, the Ryan Gosling thing was like, mm-hmm. everyone loved him and now no one yeah. loved him that much because he, mm-hmm. we need Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and we need uh well oh my god wait um the gray man we need the gray man of course uh we got I the gray man the, i almost forgot the title again um but <laughs> we were discussing the gray man off mic don't ask about it um we oh, about yeah, how you I, two love that movie like it's <laughs> yeah you've never even seen it we yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, but you've seen sh- it I lo- years ago i can't recall it must have been another gosling film that we've covered maybe Blade Runner I don't know um I remember seeing like when I was a teen this clip of like you guys know the ones where it's like best acting compilation ever yeah. mm. or like volume two or what have you yeah. and it's like you know a bunch of guys screaming usually like the capital A acting like we all can imagine revolutionary like, which one, right 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 like the Jake Gyllenhaal screaming at the mirror in Nightcrawler. Like, maybe he was in that episode that I mentioned, right? And I, I must have been, like, just getting into film when I saw this. Like, of course, it's, like, that, um, like, uh, like, baby of a title that's going to get, like, young viewers to, you know, take notice of that, those videos. And, of course, I saw the, um, the final scene or one of the last scenes with... Um, that they exchange in the kitchen, like, and, and Jesus. I remember seeing Gosling. What a fucking like, crazy scene. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and I'm pounding his fist on the wall, right, and I remember, That is like, capital early, A acting. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, and, and I didn't even recognize, and of course, like, he, I, as, like, that scene is out of context, like, I don't, I didn't even recognize him, um, looking like Derek C. in France, <laughs> um, at that, at that time, and, um, airline. Yeah, in the hair and the glasses and the mustache. It's it's all bad. Um horribly in that movie. Like they yeah. aged him up so much yeah. in the span of like five years. Yeah. Like, it's really impressive, actually. But yeah. I remember seeing that and I and I then I realized it was Blue Valentine and I saw it and maybe at like 16, 17 blew me away. Um same as Jahan, actually, like just yeah, like saw it a few times and like just, just like I really understood those characters and I really understood like even if it wasn't one um, fault of their of their own that leads to their relationship looking like that then you can sort of see like like even even as a as a young film uh, you know like a like a teen gay into film like I could see so clearly like how well written that movie film was. Teen? Uh, a film team, thank you. Yeah, actually, that's not. We'll have to save that one. Hashtag, um, hashtag film team. Um, 
And I think that was along the time that that I saw um, Drive and like Blade Runner was coming out. And it's like, like, I really did like fall in love with Gosling as, oh yeah, and like La La Land was, was big. Like, like, yeah, that was like, like my Gosling yeah. era. He was like really um, like, and, beloved, like, he was like the focus yes. of a lot of discussion yeah. at the time. And then he disappeared yeah. and, and then disappeared again. <laughs> um, and also he interested, he interested me to like a lot of directors. Like, of course, like, him working with like auteurs introduced me to, the, to their work and, and that was yeah. really cool also I get I, I don't know like when's a great time to mention this I, I guess like I will now that this is one of my best friend's favorite films and he made a movie um that that's not like this movie but is like greatly inspired by this movie and it, and I think for me like personally that will always be it's relevance to me because that movie that he made it's um it's called you still have time it's like this like self-funded film that um had like local actors and like was like made with a lot of passion that was actually the few scenes that were shot in my house in my parents house where it's like kind of cool like that like this movie like like gave me those friends in high school that we bonded over our love for this thing and then he made a movie that was inspired by it and then we're shot in my parents house like this would be like really foundational for, for me as a teen, but um, and I and I yeah. I put money into that fucking movie. You got me to do you it. You did. You did. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um, um yeah, did you guys know that got what one of the uh projects? So you know the Wolfman movie he's trying to do? Yeah, isn't Derek directing it now? Yeah, Derek Sanford's attached. Yeah. It was formerly Lee Winnell, I believe. Yeah. Which I would have preferred, but whatever. Sure. It'll be interesting. I mean, I'm not saying Lee is like a better director, but if I want to watch a fucking Wolfman movie, I want to see what Lee would know. What, what, I don't really, I don't have like a, what's Derek going to do with it? A Wolfman movie? as fuck. Right. I don't care. But fucking the guy who made Upgrade and The Invisible Man. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm interested what he's going to do with a fucking werewolf. I would like to see that. But also on the flip um, side, I'm more interested in a Derek C. in France, Ryan Gosling return. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You win some I, if it was like a, like a, you know, like a nice stately drama or whatever, sure. But like yeah. a Wolfman movie, I want to free. Ryan Gosling ever little, go back nerd. to those types of movies? Like just like a baby. I don't know. Yeah. He's, he, apparently he's in the middle of production of a David Leach film, which makes me want to grow up oh wait um, but that's with like aaron taylor johnson which is very pleasing to me as a fan of mm-hmm. both of them <laughs> so i will be taking myself to the movie theaters yeah. even though yes. i have not seen bullet train we go to your top four it's just bullet train before them um <laughs> now what are your thoughts on aaron taylor johnson possible bond like that's the rumor on the street i mean sure and a better career for him <laughs> than that <laughs> I oh want, yeah, I Daniel Craig has such a horrible someone I career. Don't, well, no, like he has a good career, but like Daniel Craig had a good career, like pre-Bond. Aaron, Aaron oh, Taylor I see what you're saying. Like he has a few good movies, but like, okay, let's let's not dig too deep into that one. But like, I prefer the new Bond be someone I don't care about, so that I don't care about the movies. Are are so are you not excited for um, uh, Craven? I am for him. But not right, for, right, like right, what right. it's about. Isn't it like a Marvel thing? 
it is he a Marvel. It's a Spider-Man. Like, it's a spider. It's it's another Morbius and kind of you know adjacent Venom, but Venom is good. Um, it's the idea basically of what if a Spider-Man villain, but without Spider-Man. So he, that's something why he's gonna why he went back to Marvel after Asia. Awesome, but okay. Love that. Well, it's different Marvel, quote unquote, since it's, it's Marvel. Sony. Well, it's Sony. It's not. It's like a different. Well, it's so like, it's like it's a whole different system. In a way, I mean, like, yes, it's. I. To, what I mean is that, like. Then. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's all it's like a one percent advantage. In the sense, what I'm what I'm saying is like, yeah, if he felt like he got shafted by like Disney, he might feel like, oh, Sony, they might treat me right or whatever. But I don't know. It's probably gonna be bad. It's directed by J.C. Chandor, the guy who directed a most <laughs> violent year. Yeah. Purple um, Frontier, um, Always Lost, Steady Hand. So at least, like, like he's better than... He's in good hands, movies. at least. Yeah. The movie he did that was directed by his wife was awful. Ooh, so what was that? Um, what was it? Like a million, I'm, million, like, little pieces, something like that? I'm talking about Aaron Taylor Johnson, not, like, someone else. Yeah. But, oh, my God. A million crazy. little that's, things. No, that's the end of that oh, yeah. oh, I'm. I said a million little pieces. I think that's, like, a TV show that I watch. Um, yeah is that is that yeah. the is, is that, that the it? fucking nbc like yeah, about the dude i who... watched that show isn't it i don't want is that with like romany malco um i don't know the actor's names <laughs> i have no idea who that is to be honest um jamie arade rodriguez christina moses david condoli i don't know i don't know what this is I may need to be looking at the right thing. Hang on. Sorry. Oh, no, yeah. A Million Little oh, Things I... is a TV show. A Million yeah, Little Things. Right. Yeah, it is a million little thing. And the movie's A Million Little Pieces. Oh. So a million little. Can they not just put a little thing or something? Yeah. Gosh. But anyways, the movie that's directed by his wife, let's just say that. His controversial wife that everyone hates on Twitter. Um, that Why do we hate her? think because she like apparently oh oh i know i know what you're talking about her movie is nowhere more. the one directing the right biopic. yes that's right and this is the, the nowhere boy was when aaron taylor johnson was just aaron johnson yeah <laughs> was they not like joined their last names yeah yeah he was the first woke uh, woke king when it came to like taking the last name of his wife he's a feminist um i don't know he might be i liked him in um what was that uh tenant that was fun i don't really have an opinion of him um i couldn't really care what he does with the rest of his life uh and oh, it was he like was great in anna karenina never mind that movie is a masterpiece. Let me just yeah, I is. on record Absolutely. saying that it's so you are good. on the right pod. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. That was the first movie I saw, I think, of his that wasn't like Age of Ultron. I think I watched it because I thought he was hot in Age of Ultron. And I was like, I need to watch this every movie he's in. And then yeah. Anna Karenina was like a masterpiece. And that's where I discovered Alicia Vikander. So Ties us right back to the light between whatever it's called, the oceans, the oceans. Oh, because okay, so she, so you're right. She, so she's directing the Winehouse thing, and wasn't there a story about how maybe 
they met when he was underage. Yeah, that's why yeah. people don't like her. Yeah, that's why. That's fair. Like but I okay. think people not... don't care about it for the right reasons. They just care about it because he's hot. Mm. Like people are like on TikTok, especially like I'm chronically on that app, unfortunately. And like people like are always like, oh my god, ew, ew, ew. She's like a hag, blah blah blah. And it's like you're bringing looks into it when it's just like this is you're showing your true intentions behind like why you're worrying about him and it's like because like she's an un you know like not a young like model or whatever she's like in her 50s and he's some like really hot guy so i'm pretty is sure he that- hot? to me he is no i know i know i know <laughs> some people would actually disagree on my twitter timeline but weird we're in an um, anti-hotness yeah that's anti-hotness yeah he was in Nocturnal Animals too, which he is so good in. Golden Globe winner. Yeah. Oh film. yeah, that was that should have. He gotten an motion picture. Michael Shannon got an Oscar nom for that, and not Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. I think Aaron that's Taylor so funny. Was a little better. Yeah. Sorry, Michael Shannon. I I like love Michael Shannon, but I have I have yeah. like a fan club mug of his on my desk. <laughs> but like, <laughs> sorry to you. That's so funny. And they were in Bullet Train together, so oh, I don't think they like right. had any scenes, but mm. not Colonel Animals, mm. another controversial movie that I love. I don't know why it's controversial, but I uh, yeah, I don't, I never saw Bullet Train. I am so sorry if like my <laughs> love for it is misguided, but Jake Gyllenhaal's in that too. Yeah, it feels like that's another like that okay, guy. I might be totally off, but I feel like Nocturnal Animals is another film Twitter was talking about at the time but has slowly yeah. fizzled out of existence and now people now. Hate it. Yeah, yeah 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 people love that movie i was obsessed with it yeah, i would re-watch that movie like over and over and over again with my mom and so my funny. mom like, also loved it. and then i just stopped watching it sorry should we, pen- should we pencil in an episode uh not turning on for you I don't know. That's a movie I have no desire to rewatch, and I have no. I never memory. want to watch that movie again. Army Hammer in that movie, though, <laughs> aged oh my God. so well, right? Okay. I had no. I actually forget Army Hammer is in that movie. He plays like yeah. Amy Adams, like real life boyfriend or husband or whatever, and like That's Jake Gyllenhaal's like the book boy. I don't even know like the plot of this anymore. Like I don't know what's <laughs> real and what's not. But anyway, he's one of the boyfriends. Jake's another one. I don't know. You're starting to make up scenes. In your head. I definitely am. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if I go and like read what it's about, I'm going to be like, I just said all that and I made it all up. Yeah, I would never want to watch that movie ever again. Uh, That's on the You might have to at some point. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't ruin my like of it by like, yeah. I watched yeah. it when I was like 16 and I was like, maybe clouded by my love for all the actors and now I actually have like a brain yeah <laughs> like now you have taste yeah. isn't have that taste. funny it was on my letterbox top four for a long time like that's how much I loved it and I'm so glad I've at least progressed past that uh I have no experience or prior knowledge of this movie besides it was a bummer that's it mm. all I heard okay. it was it's a bummer yeah and that's it. Gosling's in it. Fucking Mich- 
Michelle Williams is in it. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. It's about two people in in love, so to speak, mm-hmm. or whatever. I thought it was like about this great track. Like I thought their kid died. I thought mm-hmm. like just going in because the way people talked about it, it like was you got like Manchester suffered... by the Sea vibes. Exactly. Yeah. I literally yeah. thought that was the like it was some like Michelle Williams was in that too. Um, but like some crazy trauma. And it's like their dog, you know, the dog dies and which is traumatic. Um, and uh, in the end, no, like, he went to I Hollywood. About, he did go. Jesus Christ. Um, I love <laughs> kids are stupid. They're not that stupid. I really it was really funny how he tried to like, no, she's not going to believe that. Like, And like the moment she gets even a little older, she's going to be like, the fuck? What do you mean? Hollywood? Well, that. <laughs> I mean, if I may, as soon as I, as soon as that scene came up again, I wrote down, Dean is a fucking idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot. <laughs> that could literally um, be said about, like, everything he does. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I was expecting some, like, mm-hmm. fucking misery porn or whatever, just the way yeah. people talk about well, it. Well, said that it is, like, trauma porn, which I don't get. Yes. I, I get it, but, I, like, I I know this movie has also been dinged for being misery porn, which you're not, which you're not wrong. I know it's like people have said that. But like what? Like the last 20 minutes? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just because they're like miserable, but they're not miserable the entire time. We see them like. No, that's the thing. I don't understand. I think if we hadn't seen that and they just like went through hell for like two hours or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. If it was just the present, it would be. Yeah, like if they were just like absolutely like destroying each other for two minutes nonstop or two two minutes, two hours, um, then like sure. But like they're not completely miserable. Yeah. No, half um, half the movie is flashbacks and all those flashbacks are pretty charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually going to text Clay like. Oh no. Recru- like I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what you knew about this. And if I should, if I should like preempt you, like this is a bummer. It's a, it's a lot. It's a, it's emotionally attack. It's emotionally taxing, but um, compared to what we did a few, like was a month or two ago when we watched fucking son of Saul and Amor yeah. and fucking put a gun in my mouth, please. Like yeah. I, there right. was fucking, we went through, you want to talk about trauma porn? All if we those can, mo- I mean, if we can put up some context, we recently we cut for those that don't know. We don't. We recently covered the Oscar-winning foreign language films, um, and other countries outside of the U.S. Not a have, single happy um, movie there. No, no, not a lot of Europeans love their sadness. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say, and that the branch great, of the Academy uh, clearly picks a lot of complex issues, right? But anyway, I just. They made for good pods, and at the end of the day, it's... oh, it was great. I just, I just like being hyperbolic. Um, no. But no, I mean, like, yeah, I compare, but compared to that, like, you know, like compared to Son of Saul, this thing's a walk in the park. So it was fine. Um, yeah. uh, I now have, I guess, like crazy thick skin when it comes to misery. Um, and it was good that I watched and Bryden our lovely, lovely friend and fellow podcaster, um, Bryden Doyle, he, I once told him about like how sometimes either if the movie's a huge fucking bummer or a piece of shit, it's, it's kind of rough to like 
watch it right right before you go to bed. And he recommended that watch something else that you love or that or is like fun right after and then like go to bed. So I watched yeah. John Wick three, obviously. So that so he and then again, that also led to me not getting a ton of sleep. But, you know, say lovey. Um, I did that when we were covering the Razzies. We talked about Poker Face, right? Or how I lo- how I watched Poker Face and I loved it. We talked about that, right? Yeah. And then you, you texted me about Tim Meadows after we recorded Popstar. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also started I, well, I, it. Oh, you started it. Yeah. yeah what do yeah, you think? Yeah. I, I like it. I like Ryan Johnson. Yeah, so good. it's good. So good. Yeah. I, I is this a safe space? I can say that I like Ryan Johnson's writing. I know, right? It's hot take. Uh, okay. I like yeah, him. He's right. good. He's not like annoying. Yeah. Could we get him on the Maybe. pod? He's like, isn't he chronically online? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, not a, that's, not a, nice. that's not a bad thing. We're all chronically yeah. online. Yeah. But like, yeah. I that's think- the thing. It, that. Everyone yeah. who complains about being chronically on, like people being chronically online, are also chronically online. It's very right. funny. I mean, yeah. you have to be self-aware, right? Um, no, yeah, that's just great. Uh, but that, but yeah, they, they, you, this movie is definitely like rough at the end for sure, and like certain scenes in the motel. But it's like, I don't know. I was smiling for a lot of it. Like that in just like they're like the vibes, like that whole date scene they had of them, you know, this is like super charming. It's like, yeah, pure charm. I think we've done that I, before. You've tapped dance. I've ukulele. I get it. I want to, I, I don't, this is a weird thing to say. I've like, I wanted to tap dance so badly for a long time. I never learned, but I, thought tap dancing was the coolest fucking oh, yeah. shit when I was a anyone's kid, I was ever done yeah it's still pretty fucking cool i i i think when i'm like 42 i'm gonna just suddenly if i'm in a midlife crisis i'm gonna be like i'm gonna get into tap dancing yeah after nice. my knees give out and I'm completely like desolated from injuries of various kinds i'm just gonna like tap dancing that's what, what I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know that know that scene what... is uh, completely improvised? Or at least most of the movie is. Yeah, a lot of the movie is. Um, like when he, miss... when he digs that hole for the dead dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus, how do you improvise that? Yeah. Give me a shovel. Like he Gosling really actually like dug the hole. His, like, yeah, like yeah, he, it was, yeah. he, they did a lot of method acting for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know the, like, the backstory like how real everything was okay well um the frankie and gosling and michelle they all live together yeah for a month because originally they wanted to wait six years in between shooting the past and the present but the producers only gave them a month but what i didn't know until doing further research i knew that but what i forgot was that they were given actual budgets as if Dean was a painter and Cindy was a nurse, which was very interesting that they had to actually um, live together as like um, a budgetary a budgetary constraint and also parent this child actor. And they had to like he encouraged them to like argue with each other and then immediately mm-hmm. go and like take family pictures at Sears. Yeah. Yeah, and then and I think there is like a famous one of them. this poor child. But I mean, I, it it does really give that living experience that 
pays off in the movie. Um, I would fucking, I would call it CPS. Did she like actually live with them the entire time or did she just like, what, did she move in and out? Like, you know, like did they live together and then they just brought her over for like the pictures, you know, and stuff would like that? have to. There's no way that. that's okay. I don't think by, like, like that the she SAG. Yeah. lived with right. her like for an entire month. No. I mean, it could be wrong. No. I don't know. Yeah. I would assume Jahan's right, but I didn't see otherwise. I also don't that think it... that he would want them to fight in front of her. Yeah, no, I would call sure. CPS. Um, this is not, I would not oh my god, okay. no, don't call CPS. No, call no. Fielder. And not call the <laughs> This is like a re- rehearsal. <laughs> it's a rehearsal. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> not a reference. I don't know. <laughs> um, but um what was I gonna yeah, like I, I know another time that San France instated was like he encouraged Gosling to make a move on on Michelle Williams and like you know try to initiate like them sleeping together and then he said no and then so that crazy. then and then San France said okay now you go sleep on the couch as yeah. if he actually did try to make a move he was rejected and then Cindy told him like I'm not feeling intimate tonight or what have you it's what a crazy thing to ask Ryan. It's actually insane. Like, like I think San France has some things that he's still working out. Like he and, said and that, like also factor that, in the fact that this was when Heath Ledger just died. Yeah, I was just gonna say that too. And like they this was the going, they were going to the movie was gonna be back. shot in like a beach town, but Michelle Williams didn't want to be far away from her daughter after mm-hmm. he died. So they moved it to like n- where she lived in like upstate New York or something. Upstate New York, yeah. Pennsylvania yeah. and all that, wherever they mm-hmm. filmed. She still yeah. did the move. She did the movie like years or I think it was a year after um, Keith passed because she was still mourning, obviously. And um, what I was going to mention about the last point, there were conversations if Michelle Williams wanted to use her daughter as Frankie, which would be interesting. But then they were obviously they were declined. Um, She just couldn't do it. But yeah. um, Yeah. What else do I have for it? Yeah. Like. I think that's really interesting because of course, like you can kind of see like uh, this entire thing being this um, organic relationship that that San France actually fostered. Because the movie took like t- 10 years to, yeah. 12 to years get going. What? Yeah. Development and stuff. And yeah. Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling were attached for like six years mm-hmm. before it happened. What was Michelle dropped out because of the Heath thing, like because she couldn't move her mm-hmm. daughter or something like to the beach yeah. town. And so they rewrote it to mm-hmm. be closer to her where she lived. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting is that San France had a version of the script. He says that he wrote like he wrote over 60 versions of the script, um, which I do believe. Because the script feels so refined and natural. I don't. I but think he's a liar. <laughs> he has a few but co-writers but, on it too. He has a few co-writers, yes. Um, but what what's interesting is like, you know, he brings the script to Michelle. They hit it off. Like no one else is really attached. There are a few. There is another pair attached, which I'll get into later. But then once they actually get to, get to start shooting the thing, he's like, you know, we're just not going to use this. <laughs> But like Michelle loves the script and you're just going to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. And then Ryan's like, I'm in. <laughs> and it's like, what? Um, but, you know, I think that the that there are moments in the movie where that does come in handy, like the pregnancy reveal, right? Because it's like he gives direction to the both of them. Like, you can't admit your secret to Dean 
no matter what. And then he tells, you know, Gosling, like, you need to get the secret out of her no matter what. And then I guess without a script, you wouldn't be able to do that. That seems absurd. Um, I was... I read somewhere someone said that it was like a theory that he did like the bridge thing um like that he mm-hmm. took it inspiration like from his, the notebook that he just kind of redid what he did in the notebook yeah for that which yeah. is so crazy but I should probably have watched like that the notebook this. inspired a scene from Blue Valentine it, okay and also this is just a rumor that was I think said a few years ago but Rachel Vice was attached as Cindy and Jeremy Renner was attached as Dean at one point Ew. but like that's an IMDB fact I don't know if that like how much legitimacy that has so crazy that's that's one where, where it's like I'm on the fence of believing because it's like they both all three of them say like Gosling and Williams were attached forever yeah I don't know Jeremy Renner Jeremy Renner's like a good actor I guess mm-hmm. yeah um aka pre-mcu pre-mcu yeah pre like renner app or whatever that was yeah rachel vice is i mean he got to work with her anyway so maybe i do kind of believe that she is in the light between light light be the twin oceans (laughs) everyone remembers her um dramatic turn in uh, light between the oceans um i completely forgot until i checked the cast list to me it's the alicia vikander and michael fassbender show yeah yes the sizzling uh, partnership in their <laughs> careers. Um, but yeah, like it's really like from, I think it's, I think it's really smart of the movie to start with the present um, and then sort of lead you into, um, into the past of, of Dean looking like completely rancid. And then um you know, uh, uh, Cindy is in complete mom mode, like trying to be like the sturdy one of the house while she's like babysitting this grown man. Um, yeah, he's such a child. He's such a child. I mean, yeah, she's not kidding at all. Um, and then, yeah, you cut to them when they're like just trying to like get by and figure out their lives. Um, and I think it would, it would just be like a, a different sour taste if you were to go um, past first and then the present timelines um yeah yeah I also think like the structure in general works better like if it had just been like chronological like linear thing I don't think it would have worked as well I don't know Mm. there wouldn't be like an emotional impact I guess because it's just it's like the before trilogy put into one um which we've already seen that we have the before trilogy um but yeah I like the structuring of it yeah, same. Um, it is the before show she put into one. Um, because it, it, and I mean, you know, we covered before midnight before. Um, and of course, that downfall or the realization of their downfall is the entire back half of that movie. And it's like yeah. the entire like 40 minutes um of the two of them like having some some very harsh truths and yeah. some things that are, are are the things that are unsaid finally being said and then um it's really like three moments here that's like before midnight for uh, jesse and celine where it's like 
for me, it's the dinner at the motel. It's uh, the kitchen near the end, yeah. and then the the uh, the the blow up at the at the uh, hospital. Um, yeah, and those read as is like I've I've seen that labeled as um, like masochistic, like like something where it's like very or at least like something where it's very simple at the end of the day, like yeah, love runs out of a marriage, and then it's up to those who are participating in the partnership and how to, how to mend that. Um, yeah. I guess like, you know, it's like, because we see the, um, the, the other timeline much before we get so much context, much before those three moments. Yeah. Um, it's up to us to decide if they can really fix things. And if, um, we also haven't seen what happens in between. Oh, absolutely. Something that's like been building up within them. They're just horrible communicators. Yeah. And they also just don't listen to each other when they do. (laughs) I don't even think they listen to themselves that much. Like they just want, it's like what Cindy says, like Dean will just hear what he wants to hear and not what Cindy is actually saying, um, which is just so like. Dean is so terrifying. I did not realize that when I first like watched it, Mm -hmm. like upon rewatches, I was like, oh my God, he's so shitty. Yeah. Um, He's so shitty and yeah, to me, it feels like, I like how ambiguous it is. I, you know, maybe I'm completely off, but I like how ambiguous it is that, I mean, you know, they couldn't work these out. Like, it's not like it's dead forever because on, on one hand, I kind of read it like, they just need to like get this out of their system. They need to get whatever it is they've been holding out in the open. And once they said everything that's been said, at the hospital, the motel, and the kitchen, then it's like maybe something can be built up from this. But, but then again, it's just like you could also read it as on the so surface, like, like a cycle of they're it. done. Yeah, the, the skulls will be a cycle. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was the thing to me. Uh, I mean, that's the kind of beauty of the flashbacks is that you see, like, obviously, like the origin of their connection. And it's, you know, obviously in dark contrast, like, you know, stark contrast to where they are now. But it does make you think it's like, is this, were they, are they together because they liked each other and circumstances kind of influence them or are they, mm. do they actually care for one another? And they care, but it's both. I would, I, yeah. I think they were like doomed yeah. from the start. Mm-hmm. They just like, yeah, the yeah. Right there's so many stuff going on. Like yeah. right. other, but like, I don't know. She settled for him, even though she loved him. She settled because he was like, he treated her fairly well compared to other men in her life. Um, and, you know, he was willing to like take care of her child and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I don't think they ever thought it through, like getting married, no. having a family. I wonder what the age difference is. Do they ever say? I have no idea. I don't- I read it as what's, like what's funny age like yeah I thought me too interpreted as that but like he ages horribly mm-hmm. so like like she looks and like, Cindy and Cindy and Cindy just the same yeah well what's funny is like I didn't assume that because when I when I was looking at this movie Gosling and Williams are both born in 1980 which is interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um which is why I never thought about an age difference if it wasn't explicit. Yeah, maybe he's like a few years older, if mm-hmm. like at yeah. the most, like five years. Yeah, maybe she's like 25, he's 28, something like that. But yeah, um, 
She's in college. But, is yeah, she like in right. grad school or is she like an undergrad? <laughs> I didn't really pay yeah. attention to that. It seemed like undergrad. I mean, that was my I don't know how childish her um, mm-hmm. ex boyfriend is. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But that then like I think that um, with the stuff with Bobby then leads to you believing Dean and Cindy do get together because of circumstances um, but how much they like each other um, is only running out for so long but it was there obviously it was there yeah they loved Um, each other but they didn't really consider other facts that like make up a marriage and a family and not just like (laughs) people who are you know ukuleleing on the (laughs) sidewalk or whatever um yeah but for her it was more circumstance than it was for him because he like also talked about how he didn't want a wife and how he didn't want a kid but like he's still like with them and whatever is that not what he said when they're like something like or not the hotel um yeah 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 yeah. so for him it was just like he's like a crazy hopeless romantic so he's like i'm never (laughs) gonna find someone like this again or I'm not going to woo someone like how I do again. So better take the person who actually falls for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I know this is the weirdest thought ever, but it reminds me of um, um, Patricia Arquette in Boyhood. Her Oscar scene was like, I was a wife and then I was someone's fucking mother. <laughs> that always gets me because it's like, yeah, I mean, like, really, that isn't that how like adulthood typically like sort of trickles down where it's like, um Gosling is like someone who's trying to like find a career um or is sort of lost in adulthood like not really tied down to one career and then because he doesn't think through Cindy's situation and and wants to to be the bat to then finds a connection um ultimately just falls into being a husband and a dad yeah um the crazy fact like he (laughs) blames like he doesn't kind of like blames her for like you know that for like him becoming a parent whatever like having a kid taking care of a kid but he chose that like he was like let's be a family he's the one who Mm -hmm. proposed the entire thing like she's not the one who was like my child needs a father you need to raise it like Mm -hmm. he was she was like you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And he was like, no, I want to. And then he's like throwing it in her face, like, you know, like in their arguments, which is so once again, he's yeah. so awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's no, I think you're completely right. Cause I think I thought about that too, that Dean is incredibly unlikable. Yeah. Um, and because of the contrast, um, the scenes of the first date and the meet cute with Cindy prove to you that it's like these things like the the humor and the spontaneity um the charm the uh it it all brings out the worst tendencies in him when he's a dad and it's like the the you know I don't know if I agree. I think he's been, I think he's emotionally abusive from the beginning. I think those romantic Mm. things he does at the start are his, like, just like his way of being abusive. Like he's a, then he like threatens to jump off a bridge if she doesn't tell him her secret. (laughs) And then he's like, 
like he's it doesn't it like manifest in a different way than like her ex does like who's like mm. the jock abusive like misogynist I'm I'm not saying that like you know Dean's like some I don't think he's that bad but like he does emotionally he's like and he he like takes pride in not having hit her but mm. he yeah does have a temper and yeah. he does hit like the doctor guy doesn't he or like yeah he, like, yeah yeah so he's not like completely and I think he his dramatic like romantic gestures are his ways of like being emotionally manipulative definitely yeah that's a, a, yeah maybe I didn't word myself right but it's like that's fine I that's fine, I, I it's so funny I I think he's a really good father um I think he really wants to be a good husband because I think he generally wants this life, even though even though I don't I, I think there are some drawbacks and he has some other emotional issues he's dealing with. I do think I mean, like him sitting down and watching the family video of the dog and stuff. And it's like he generally does like want a family and wants to like make this work. Um, I do agree that he is a horrible husband. Um, The issue is, like you said, they're both horrible at communicating. Like they can't actually verbalize the issues and they just and he and he's almost impossible to talk with. But there are moments where I do kind of understand like him because Anytime I get in like conversations with people, sometimes they kind of like say certain things. And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? Like, what what are you trying to say? Potential, potential for what? Uh, I'm, you know, like, and he, but then he starts like getting what, like, he becomes like abusive, like emotionally abusive when he starts asking those questions, like when he can't stop asking those questions. And, but it is that thing though, where you are, I kind of understand his frustration, but I also understand, but I, I, again, it all boils down. They're horrible at communicating because they have no emotional maturity. It feels like yeah. because they've never lived a life. Like they never grew up because yeah. they stunt. They kind of were stunted when they got married at what, like 20 something rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the worst part of uh, having, you know, I don't obviously think you really it's like, to know each other. Yeah. Like, they got married kind of fast. Like, obviously, yeah, I was wondering, what do you think? Well, how long do you think they were together? Uh, Like, like months? Like, not not even, I would Um, guess, like, not even a year. Yeah, like maybe five, maybe six months. The baby was 11 to 12 weeks along. I remember that was a detail that one of the doctors says. So, that is about. Three months so it probably is less than later on i would right because that's that was bobby's kid or for sure right that that's his his kid probably Um, that's and she says it's most likely so what she takes a week or two between a week or two or maybe even three weeks between breaking up with bobby and Mm -hmm and um dean so two months 
Mm-hmm. They got married off of two months. Yeah, that's fucking they didn't really nuts. think it through. I don't think. No, like, like you said, it's all circumstances. He was, yeah. he was looking for like he he all he says like he's just been looking for the one like you know the. He's a hope. He's a romantic to a fault in the sense of he believes yeah. in love and first sight. He believes in. Right. right, he believes in finding the one the one person so he thinks he found so he thinks both those things so obviously in his mind it's like oh i need to get married this is the person i need to marry yeah um which obviously is a awful idea Mm -hmm. definitely we also obviously we don't know what happens like in between those days that they do show and then in between the marriage like when they get married and then them falling apart but it doesn't seem like they really ever got to know each other like at all like in the moment, those first few months, like it seems yeah. like they spent time together, but it doesn't seem like they're people who had like thoughtful conversations about life. Mm-hmm. But they also had like wanted different things in life. They had different goals. Yeah. Like she wanted to be like a doctor. He wanted to be, he wanted to get, I don't know. He was like a romantic. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to search for the one that was his job or, you know, like his yeah, goal. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. They, we, from what we do see and what we don't see, they don't find what they like about each other. They just like the idea of each other. And, you know, maybe it's like a, maybe, maybe we're, we're reading it as, as if that they needed more, but it's like, sometimes I guess you don't need more than just um, a stable household, but it's like, they're so unstable that I think yeah. they just needed to find more more room for like emotional capacity, but they just never. Yeah, because I, I don't because like you can't even see a version of the past timeline working where it's like they do find what they like about each other is because everything is just so rushed, like even if there was no kid to raise. Yeah, yeah. you don't really like know uh, how much like what it is about each other that like attracts them to each other mm-hmm. yeah like why did she well, at fall the beginning other than like the weird jokes on the bus <laughs> yeah it's like all there is is just dean finding cindy cute well like you said though it's he's like the first guy to really treat her well yeah In... mm, sure yeah yeah and of in, course, it, like we see like nice her at a he's like nice, but not for the sake of being nice. He's nice because he wants mm. something out of it. Absolutely. And of course, it's very important that we see their parents too. And they just like know what's not. They see like surface level um toxic uh marriage, but then it's like once they actually see something that appears loving at first they just can't see uh long term right so yeah do you think yeah. i agree with him being nice because he wants something for like the first date for sure i do yeah. think though he generally does like hmm, i'm not sure i think at first he <laughs> does genuinely like care for her and like loves her but he also like sometimes just does not show it in the best way like or he just like treats her like he treats her well but like not emotionally like he's really manipulative even if he does love her because there are people like who you love and who can love you but who also treat you like 
Yeah, and he doesn't respect, he has no respect for her autonomy, which Mm. is very important for relationship. He doesn't respect that she has her own thoughts and feelings about things that has to, and all has to, he has to, he has to be in complete understanding at all times and needs to know exactly what she thinks and feels, which is just not, again, you're not respecting someone's autonomy at that point. Um. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I would. I just really. Yeah, I guess they must. You know, since they're taking out. You know, they took a lot of these things very literally when making the movie. I'm guessing that the characters are also the same age. Um, but it seems like. Yeah, and you know, she's at that, and she said, like, you know, she's had like a lot of sexual partners, and that you know she's been treated pretty poorly. But it seems like by people in the past, her father is a nightmare um so it was in this movie who treats her well for like as i said like the sake of being nice they all have like i don't know the ex is abusive her dad's abusive her doctor boss like just wants to like i don't know have sex with her or something and then dean's dean <laughs> yeah I, I i do think it's though it's like she got pregnant she didn't she decided she wanted to have it and here is like the first guy to ever treat her quote-unquote in a nice way so she's like ah yes him he is the choice um yeah i don't i think their marriage is doomed that's what happens when gosling sings to you that's that's true um i think their marriage is for sure doomed but it doesn't mean that they don't get back together um because of how one toxic and two it's like a lot of people just do that they stay together um that's what happened with her parents and so yeah i don't but i don't know if that's gonna happen i do think though if he can grow in and we're kind of getting away from the movie and we're talking about more of them and just like just like they're real people but like if he grows up a little bit i mean we're we're talking about this now as if it were like johansson but word trilogy right because it's like right now it's like we would see you know if they would but if he if he grows up away and they get divorced i i mean i think he's i think he has the potential to be like a great father um he genuinely loves that kid and wants to do everything with, with with her and and i understand why she gets annoyed at some points with how like lovey dovey he is uh and how silly he is but I do think it's like the disciplined parent as a result of him being a playful one. Sure. Right. It's like the, you know, like the trope of like mean parent, nice parent, like good, bad. Yeah. Good dad, bad, bad mom. Yeah. It's like, but because, you know, it's like, I guess I, I think he's, he has the potential to, to be a pretty good dad too. It's just, does he have the potential to be a good husband? No, No. not right now. And not with her. That's the thing. And so that it would have to, he would have to kind of do grow up and, she would also have to find a way to be more of an effective communicator, but he, he would mm. definitely have to. It's more of an issue with how he has no. He can't see things from her perspective, like yeah. at all. I think he thinks that love is like the only thing you need for a sustainable. Absolutely. Relationship. Like, Cause he, you know, like when they're in the hotel, he just like initiates sex and she's like, mm-hmm. I don't want that. And he just thinks that by being romantic, that's like the way to do it. Mm-hmm. He it's really so listen to her it's so like, awkward and uncomfortable 
and just like to watch like poor Cindy being like in distress in that in that cheesy motel like the two of them just trying to throw anything at the wall and seeing what sticks like it's it's actually like so visceral um just um but I think I think you know coming off of like the actual time that they're that they are intimate um in the in the other timeline it's actually crazy um the motel was I think a show of he wanted to make things work like mm -hmm. i i think he had some awareness of how the merit not enough awareness obviously no. but he but like a lot of what dean says and does it's like the right intention but the worst way possible like i i don't think that would that that might be what an example of what of how to men things no i think that's in a his good own idea. mind but maybe not for cindy like he doesn't think about cindy when what she wants to do to fix things totally he also it's that idea of he does the right thing in the sense of let's just talk let's just talk it out i want to talk mm -hmm. that's exactly the thing you're supposed to do in a relationship but when he actually starts talking he doesn't it's it's a <laughs> fucking nightmare right he doesn't know he doesn't have any communication skills so it's yeah you're right it's that intention versus execution um and yeah but it's also one of those weird things where he's like also has like some stand like standard like when she is just trying to like all right just fuck me and get over it with he's like no i don't want this this is not what i want from you i want like actual engagement uh wait what did you say wants the romance because he's you know obviously some big romantic or whatever all right as we've so thought that's that's his job well, right? the future the room is the romantic most romantic <laughs> hey i mean he could have done cupid cove um right, cupid cove. Maybe that, marriage just... would be resolved if he did yeah. <laughs> what if that that would be funny what if that was the movie <laughs> that was um the... It's like There's a world cupid in which blue valentine is pink valentine and it's the pink cupid room where everything is sunshine and flowers and they're a happy family i thought that the poster so i thought like there we were gonna so see a, like a, recre a fun, recreation a fun, yeah i was just gonna bring up the poster actually that that's a deleted scene and the scene was them in the rain and it's like Dean is covering oh. Cindy with her jacket or something. Oh, so yeah. romantic. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But oh not God. in the movie. He's like, but that. But you're right. That... Romantic comedy, I think, and instead of exactly like romantic tragedy. A that's. I think we can end the episode. That's yeah, exactly. But you know, it's like, but you're completely right that that poster has the energy of like taking a screen cap from the movie and just like inserting it onto a poster that you'll see at the you know cinema, but. Um, it, yeah, no, I, I agree that it's that Dean, no matter how much of a communicator he wants to improve as, he just isn't a very good listener. I mean, Cindy is not at fault, but if he's going to make all these he choices He also blames her to, for everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he cannot take any accountability for anything. Mm -hmm. No, and I mean, like... Yeah, with the thing with the dog, that was so yeah. mean. And, and I don't, and he, and I think it's very telling that he never apologizes for that. When he says that, I, I that's why I tell you to lock the fucking gate. Mm, um, 
And I understand in those moments, like when something that like horrible happens, you say shit like that. I don't think that's, I don't, I don't think that's apologize. Yeah, but that's the thing you could do. You have to recognize what you said was shitty, and you said at the mm-hmm. worst. Not aware time. of anything. Yeah, you yeah. Because like, because like, in an, in an, in obviously in a healthy relationship, we would, we would see like, hey, I'm sorry for saying communication. Like, yeah, forget you right, right, exactly. You know, but um, and that moment, that moment happens so early in the movie too. They're like, oh, wait a minute, like this You're is how they are now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like. What do you, a moment that has really stuck with me, even though it's been less than 24 hours, it's been like, you know, 12 hours. I um, know it's been less, no, it's been 12 hours since I've seen it. Um, what do you think about that moment at the liquor store mm. and her choice can, of not can I just, telling Can him, I say, like real fast, Bobby Ontario is a great jock name. Yes. Like that's that's a, a great fantastic movie name in general. Like Bobby Ontario. Yeah. You know who I saw? Bobby Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that actor? He's actually quite good. Um I have no idea. Yeah. Was anyone? But what that whole, Blue Yeah. That whole scene was really interesting to me. Cause at first Mike you're Vogel. like you think Mike Fogel. Okay. Love him. Um yeah. character he, actor. It's really interesting because you approach that scene before if it's the first time you're seeing this movie as why is this such a big deal? It's like, oh, like a high school sweetheart. Why like why like why does this matter so much? Like he you kind of you're on her side when you realize like how bad he's reacting to this when you think, oh, I mean, like Jesus, what you did say something or whatever. And then obviously as you go for it, you know, you actually see the whole thing, it's like it's interesting. Why do you think she just told tell, told him later? When does she tell him? I don't remember. I didn't rewatch it. In the car. Like, in the car, like, 20, oh, minutes, yeah. it's so like, like 20 or 30 minutes after. Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. It's interesting because it's like, because she, she doesn't tell him at the store. And she says it's because she was flustered. I think it's because she didn't want so I don't I I don't I think it's because one they don't want to talk to the dude that's the father of their kid and they don't want to recognize that mm. or he doesn't or two he doesn't want Dean to beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, I mean he so those are to him up so it's only fair right. that his re- you know revenge. So, so mm. those are two understandable reasons to not want Dean to talk to Bobby kind of, or Bobby Ontario. And you don't want to upset him. But when you're in the car after the fact, you choose to like because one, he, he is intuitive. I'll, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's what what's what's up? And she chooses to tell him. And obviously she regrets it almost immediately and lies to him, says he's fat and all that kind of thing. And I I don't know, it stuck with me because I'm like, what is she trying to do in that moment? Mm. Because it's almost because I don't think it's kind of weird how off like how nonchalant she plays. It's like, you know who I just saw? The father of our child. Um, Right. If you want to give a lot of reasoning to Cindy, it's like just to 
it, I guess she, you know, maybe she plans out that how to handle it a lot to hmm. wait that much to see Dean's reaction um, to realize what she thinks and we're only and that's only left ambiguous but yeah I guess I guess it's, it's like that she's trying to just think of it very logically and maybe she and yeah maybe it's, it's the I want to deli- see how he delicate. reacts and maybe right. she, like whether or not to tell him I think she was just considering whether to be honest with him mm-hmm. and tell him that she saw him or just like keep it a secret and just pretend like mm-hmm. that didn't happen yeah because it's one thing to say I saw Bobby at the liquor store on my way out and then there's another thing to say I saw Bobby and we chatted that yeah. to then actually make conversation and small talk is like a whole other step from just trying to avoid him um that if you if you lied and said I tried to avoid him to uh to Dean then then I, I think you might have avoided situation but i i it's funny you when you hear dean's reaction of like why would you only tell me this now is that an option for you to tell me you think he's like grossly overreacting but i understand it from his point of view i get Mm. that it's like it uh, and i i would have been pissed if she if that person if someone didn't tell me like there and then yeah um and not for good reasons, obviously for like, I would be pissed for bad reasons as in, I want to go beat his ass. Um, but like, or I want to go confront him. So obviously that's not like, I understand from her point of view of that. Um, I, I do think though, I guess she just wanted to see like, what is his um, almost his like and maybe it's not this calculated maybe i'm just making it out to be i just thought it was an interesting choice but maybe it's this idea of like how emotionally stable are you right now she maybe she wanted to kind of gauge that idea of does he still hold this what am i in for right (laughs) what do you am i doing tonight it's kind of yeah like also just like where are you what how's your emotional maturity these days Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. I, but like, yeah, I would have. Yeah, it's so interesting to contextualize that, mm-hmm. especially with like, because imagine it in her point of view, just meeting the father of her child and just like having to be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And, and also, isn't that the moment when she's like, pull over, I got a pee, and then we just cut away from the scene? Right. And she's like having yeah. an anxiety attack. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, and then like that whole um, character in Cindy, like that that that's who she sees her dad as. I would assume, like that's what I that's why I've always read that character as. Um, she doesn't want to marry into her dad, but when in fact, like someone at first when they don't in fact seem like um who you've always known as as a uh, as a as a husband in your life like th- that's the marriage that you've grown up with that's what you've been set an example for um when they've raised you but in fact like bobby would i don't know I, I, we can only speculate how he turned out as a dad but when they had their first date or first couple of dates it's like um, to Cindy, it's like uh, Dean is a major improvement. 
Yeah, Bobby Ontario is still probably an awful person. Yeah. There's yeah. no way a person. Oh, he is that. disgusting. There's no way that guy like got better. Like he probably got. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a monster. Yeah. This Spoiler movie really you. makes you into consider like who's the worst of them all, like of these men. <laughs> I know who's like the best of the worst for these men. Yeah, I know, and it's crazy that the answer might be Dean. <laughs> like, yeah, it's because yeah, like it's, it's that piece of shit. Like, even John yeah, like Gilman even it's like well, I guess maybe uh, the grandfather, but I don't. That guy is probably you know he's abused her mom like a lot off you know off yeah. screen that we you but know now he seems life that we've not seen. Even in the right. dinner scene, he's like well, has it's such a presence. So upsetting. Like it's the so present that he's sick, so he doesn't really have the energy to be. I think abusive. Yeah. He's he's run out of steam for that. <sighs> yeah, like, I, I love, I, I love when he, uh, Dean locks the door and he's like, "My oxygen, uh, my oxygen tanks in there. You can't yeah. lock me out of my house." Yeah. <laughs> Funniest moment in such a dark movie. Yeah, it's really funny. It's like, but it's like. Also, that actor, he's like pretty famous for The Wire. Um, he's like he's a in everything. captain. Yeah, he's every. Yeah, yeah. And he's I didn't. Character I, actor too. Yeah, he's a pretty big character actor. And like, he's the only. He's like what I. This is what I knew him from. From first is no shit. This. And a, and it's like oh right, Michelle Williams is dad from Blue Valentine. Yeah, right. Whenever I see him, anything, it's like so funny. This that's is like crazy. Base. No, I think I do that too now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think of him from The Wire and from uh, You Were Never Really Here. Oh, f- oh, right. Yeah. You were never really here. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's quite good in um, this. Um, and that, di- that dinner scene is like so unsettling just from his presence. Um, yeah. And the ultimate, like, I don't want to take my significant other to <laughs> meet my dad. <laughs> just- just the, oh, and the uh, impression. Wait, yeah. the dinner scene when Dean comes over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 God, isn't it fu- like the way he explains his mother like leaving him is fucking awful. It's almost like just stop talking. I I, I mean, I, I feel for you, but just stop talking. Yeah. I don't remember like what is said on that scene in that scene, I mean. Well, basically, he's like he's so awkwardly like I don't really ever talk it's about really this, nervous. but um, yeah, he gets really fucking. It's just one of those things where it's like you just just say she's not around, and that's that, that that's it. But yeah, it's um, but yeah, no, the dinner scene when though when the grand uh, when the well, I guess you know Sydney's dad says we're supposed to eat this garbage is really upsetting. Yeah, he's really scary. Um, and again, it show and but when we first see him, he's this like it's Grandpa. I want to go hang out with Grandpa and that kind of it, it's it's those you know. You expect twisting. him to be like the shining light in her life, right? That good presence, and then you re- watch it and like you meet him later on, and you're just like, oh, this girl doesn't have a single good person in her corner, right? It's probably just like normal for her at this point. It's probably why she's like not said anything. Like she's literally her boss is an asshole. And like her coworkers are cool, but like her coworkers are probably aware that their boss is an asshole and don't really say anything about that. Yeah. And they don't. And like the coworkers also, 
when they're leaving and she says, don't let him brainwash you, what is that supposed to do? Yeah. You're not helping in that moment because it's like, she's not stupid. Like what you, that comment's going to be like, oh, that's right. I'm not supposed to let him brainwash me. Fuck. I didn't think of that. Like you're just, you're in, you're instigating more. You're just give, you're, you're, you're also give, getting him more angry in a time when you're trying to avoid that. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those moments where you see people and like, you got this. I'm here for you. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I have this. Yeah. They're also like a, a kind of like the people in this movie who kind of hint at there being something more to the marriage, like the issues within them, because like, right. Like they like, know, like she's confided in them and like, they know like how he treats her, but like, you know, Oh, you must be Dean. Like the um, way she says that is really like telling you. Yeah. They kind of look like mm-hmm. a little scared of him. It's like, they know something mm. like he's done something like that. We don't know, but they know it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that detail. Um, like that, that hospital scene is a lot. Right. Um, but it's, it's like, I just love, um, all the choices that, cause like Gosling could have played it so big, but it, it feels like really grand. It feels like really grand. I mean, too grounded, right? Like to where you could actually see like a marriage falling apart in real time. And Sydney just grabs Frankie and splits. Um, and there would be no ambiguity here. When in fact, like you just like, like takes happiness in having too much to drink at that time. He's so uh, unaware and, of it. Uh, yeah, I know. It is, I know. Like, I don't need to feel this. Like, just like, even so like- out of touch with everything other than his parenting. And even yeah. his parents. He seemed like someone who actually like he doesn't seem like a good parent, but he didn't seem like someone who parents. He wants to be like his child's friend. That's oh, that's the issue. That, yeah, absolutely. He wants to he wants to be like the, the uncle. thing at the breakfast right, table right. thing where he's like, you know, yeah. I don't know, yeah. the oatmeal, and she's just like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like wants him to grow up for a second and mm-hmm. like discipline, and it's not even like harsh to someone, but just be like, you know, the parent. Like, yeah. hey, well, the thing is, she, he doesn't like he got her to do that. That wasn't something mm-hmm. she was doing on her own. And that's yeah. the issue. It's and yeah, it, it's it's that whole thing of and he also it's also another actually that's the first of two times he gets someone else in trouble by his actions, because at mm-hmm. the end, it's like, I think she, she gets fired in yeah. a way. Be- yeah, he, like it's her daughter, like her boss or like, I don't know, he just like, yeah. And he gets really mad because he's like, don't fire my wife. This is between, this is not her fault. Why would you brought it into her workplace? I know it's it's crazy. No one told you to go to her workplace and like confront her in front of patients, in front of her coworkers and her boss. Like her boss isn't going to be there. Like it's completely her boss fired her because like he likes her whatever. And you know, her Mm -hmm. husband's standing in the way of it. Yeah. And it's like completely self-inflicted because she didn't need confrontation or there were no issues. It was like Cindy told Dean that she was on call at the hospital. It was like, like he should not be surprised that she left him at the motel and he was just drunk. Like that was, that was all that needed to set off that spark. Like out of control. Yeah. 
No, he was unhinged. He really wanted to like control whether or not she was at work. <laughs> yeah. Like when their conversation is actually finished. Exactly. Um, but it's so scary. Like even in the points when Dean is quiet, like when he said, I don't need to fill out the form or something like even that's like pretty menacing. Um, or like when he closes the door, like in the louder moments, like it's, yeah, like it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's a really like, like a uh, arresting scene, but. Ryan Gosling's really good. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, he's great in this. Um, I don't like what his future holds. I know that sounds Dean harsh. Or Go- Dean or Gosling? Gosling. Oh, okay. Dean, he's probably, a, he'll awesome. probably kill himself. Um, but <laughs> Gosling, I don't know, man. Like, We've talked about Gosling mean? plenty of times and obviously one of the best runs of any actor, I think, this decade, but. But like currently, yeah, like it's dire. Um, it but has Barbie this summer? Barbie. Other than Barbie, you know, Barbie's good. Barbie. You know, that's gonna be great. But then he'll do um, Gray Man two and fucking the David Leach movie and what? And maybe Wolfman's good, but it's is like, the David well, Leach movie. The other, um, he has that other movie called like The Actor. I don't know who's directing that. The Stuntman. I don't know. It's like the is one. That that, it? Is it? Is that the one that's being produced or like distributed by Neon? I don't know. He has a lot of crap. Mm. Let's see. I feel like now he's like circling on a, a lot of things, but it's the like fall guy? neon the fall guy. actor yeah. starring Ryan Gosling. But that was like, yeah, ago. yeah, it doesn't look like that's happening. No, the fall guy is the David Leach movie. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And like, it yeah, has a good um, cast, but it's just like, I don't want to fucking. Yeah, it, it's really telling. He goes from Blade Runner 2049 first man to the gray man. Yeah, took a big gap. Yeah, yeah. He needed a paycheck. <laughs> well, it's well, it's. I mean, it's funny that he needed a paycheck after such a long gap. Like you would think, it was. I don't know. Like, did he? Maybe the me, royalties ran out. I don't know how that yeah, shit works. Yeah, I know. Seriously, um, it makes very little sense why he isn't in Best Actor at the Academy Awards for this especially because the film's only nomination is Michelle Williams. We should have won. Sorry, Natalie Portman. No, you're absolutely correct. Black Swan, but like in a perfect Which, world. If we can do like that best actress, it's a great- um, That year, that was like one of the, I think yeah. probably the only year where I've seen almost like every single one. I think I'm there with you. Hang on. How many? Um, isn't like Annette Benning? Annette Benning. It's Annette, Annette Benning, Kids All Right, Blue Valentine, Michelle Williams, Natalie Portman, as you say, Rabbit Hole, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that was so good. Jennifer Lawrence for Winter. And Jennifer Lawrence, Winter is Bone. Those are that was all... a really good year. Yeah. Like, I know that it was Colin Firth's moment, but it's like not oh. getting both of them in. It's so interesting. Like, did this movie make money? Let's go. I, I, it was like a traditional, um, like Oscar push, like end of the year play. Yeah, but I had an NC seventeen rating. And before that, I was just about to get. I get into that. That's like the NC seventeen controversy. I think her. I, I think it killed made, like any Oscar chance. I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes, because it killed Michael Fassbender's for shame. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like that was another example. I think we like the Golden Globe, episode. and then he was like snubbed yeah. for the Oscar, which. Um, was- but. Yeah, no, it's Michael Fassbender Stan, and as a shame Stan, <laughs> no shame rocks, and he's great in it. But 
I think the NC-17 heard this movie. It made money, like it, it only has a very low budget and it was like, had like a small theatrical run. Um, but for those that don't know, it was that first sex scene between Cindy and Dean that got the NC-17 rating. Um, and I mean, you know, a jump scare at first for this film, but it was, you know, Harvey Weinstein that got the rating appealed. Right. To get uh, a larger distribution. Um, yeah. Which is, you know. The but only it's, thing um, he's ever done in society. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, no, I think you're right that it's like, it hurt the box office, but it's It such... also makes no sense. I don't understand. Yeah. I know, no, no, it's, it's, it's such a. Don't rated R I, movies have full on dick in it? Like yeah. just a flop and yeah. penis? Well, you, you yeah. know, Ryan Gosling like wrote this whole thing that was like contributed to him being like a feminist icon of the 2010s yeah. when that was like yeah. a thing. And he like defended the movie and like the scene and was like, you know, it's sexist like for you to mm-hmm. say like that women can't like receive pleasure, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I don't read it, so I'm paraphrasing. This is what here. this is what Olivia Wilde wanted, but don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah. um, Blue Valentine walked, so don't oh, worry. So Joey Darling could run. Could yeah. be a hit. And, yeah. Was it really just NC17 because he ate her out for like yeah. a minute longer than usually? Clothed. It's exactly right. Yes. The Don't Worry Darling one was longer too. Yeah. There were and, like, like way more yeah. like graphic in terms of like their faces you know they're yeah like in in blue valentine they're like all kind of covered up you know like yeah but whatever olivia wilde respect your elders (laughs) (laughs) respect where you came from respect the people who lay the groundwork um yeah i mean that's it's it's weird that it happened um it probably hurt I don't, I don't know if it hurt Ryan Gosling's Oscar chances, but it just, it, it just, it's still strange to me why you just don't put them both in. Um, yeah. I think it's, Has, I don't know. I, I don't know, but this is the was only Was Michelle nominated for anything before that? Brokeback um, Mountain. Yeah, that's right. And then the next Oscars, uh, she was Marilyn Monroe. And she was and then Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. And then the Fable. Loves being like in a depressed, depressing <laughs> marriage. Because I was going to say maybe because Nelson was nominated for, or not Nelson, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, that's my. He was nominated for half Nelson beforehand. <laughs> they wanted a first timer. But if Michelle's, but I don't know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, you know, just pointing out like fantastic score by Grizzly Bear. Um, So 2010. Yeah. And like the way they kind of dress in the past. Wait, Grizzly Bear? The band? Is that a. Oh, I don't. They're the ones who did the score. Mm -hmm. They do Cocaine Bear? We should ask them. Yeah. They can do the score for my upcoming movie, Bear Assassin. Bear Assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Bear complete assassin. the trilogy yeah it's like a bear with a with a gun and like a suit on you got it yeah you got it that's it yeah i know um, fuck did you read my screenplay shit i i wasn't i didn't i wasn't sending that to people yet mm-hmm. what else do i bring down that's a good that's a good question clay um this is inspired by Dick, Derek san francis parents divorce 
which oh, Jesus. is probably why Ryan Gosling though like looks exactly like him and sounds yes. like him. I was it sounds like him too. Yeah, about totally. it to kind of refresh my memory, and I thought it was the YouTuber doing like voiceover, but it was Derek, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, that's not like Ryan Gosling. I was watching this one interview with Derek St. France, and he was like talking about his alcoholism. It's like I don't know if I would bring that up when promoting this kind of movie. <laughs> like, like it sounds. Um, it sounds really like actors do it all the time but that's that's true but it's like when you when you make i mean i guess for me like if you make something this um emotionally raw like i and, and um you make a pointed effort for gosling to look like you it's like interesting that you would be like yeah like i dealt with some um toxic behavior myself i, I don't know but and also, this is his like first major movie as well. It's like you're not even. Yeah. Um, He's done some good stuff. He hasn't done a lot, yeah. but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really familiar with any of his work before this. You will. I feel like you really like like once we cover um, Place Beyond the Pines, you'll that do that good. one. I remember being so. Oh wait, you didn't watch it. Did you have you seen it? I don't want to spoil. I ha- I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, never yeah. mind. I'm not gonna spoil because then it's gonna like ruin the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, text me after. Bradley Cooper um, thing. Yeah. Like halfway um, through, whatever. Yeah. What a cast for. I remember uh, for being so lives. mad though. Yeah. But I love that movie. And it has like yeah. peak Ryan Gosling, like. <laughs> yeah. <hot. laughs> um, I, I, I actually just way saw I'm looking it. forward to Barbie. He's going to be <laughs> blonde again. Yes, he's fully blonde. Yep, that's right. Um, I actually just saw it. Um, Place Beyond the Pines reference on my timeline. Um, the Jeff Nichols movie that's coming out this year, The Bike Riders. Ooh, I'm so is supposed It's supposed to take influence from that movie and specifically reference um, the Austin Butler look as the Gosling look in oh, my God. Place Beyond that's the Pines, which is interesting. As an Austin that's Butler it. fan. Yeah. yeah. That's going to destroy me. Um, so Gosling walks so Austin Butler can run. Austin Butler, respect your elder. <laughs> I know. Um, Michelle Williams kept the wedding ring as a souvenir. And then uh, we haven't mentioned the moment yet that Gosling like throws it and- uh, Yeah, do you think he finds it? I, I can't it. tell. No. He, I, think I think he t- does because like, these are working class people and they need to like pawn it if it's real gold. Yeah, that's, so that's, funny. that's, that's funny. Well, I mean, like also Dean is really drunk and I, I think he, maybe he goes back for it I think he like does. when he's sober, but like, I, I, not in that moment. Like he's, I think he's, that was he's like uh, dazed and she was really like empathetic in that moment. It was surprising. Mm. Like she was like trying mm. to help him, and she wasn't. Yeah, that was I a really she was kind of moment exhausted. To me. Yeah, and yeah. just didn't didn't feel like. Well, I do anymore. think she's still like. I don't. I, I. She probably doesn't love him anymore, but she just still like she still does like care about him. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but it's so interesting it's so interesting that like you know she has to comfort him for the dog when it's like he's never even tried to do that to her mm-hmm. he doesn't even consider it he just like blames her no. for it. Mm-hmm. yeah um, um the joke scene. on the bus was also improv from michelle williams jesus what is that yeah do we no i didn't joke? laugh do we, do we think it's funny no 
I remember um, sitting there awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's come up with some better jokes. And now some better material. Yeah. Better go to an open mic. Um, oh, God. Oh, is that how she gets canceled eventually? She starts like mm-hmm. doing comedy. Um, mm-hmm. starts talk child molester jokes. Oof. Um, I my so yeah, we can get to a favorite scene. Yeah. Um, if anyone has one immediately, they can go on, unless not, I can also start. Okay, this is like maybe a basic answer, but it's the one where they're like he's playing the ukulele and singing and she's right. like, dancing. I just think it's a cute moment in a very not cute movie, mm-hmm. and it's sweet and makes you forget about how shitty everything is for them afterwards plus i think it's just funny yeah. ryan gosling's like i need to sing in a beautiful place to sing yeah. yeah to make to make the singing like not terrible or something um yeah yeah there's not like a, a lot of good moments like there's like it's impossible to have like a favorite moment for this yeah. kind because of, everything is so sad <laughs> um and plus that no but you're completely right that that moment is really like the iconic um look of the movie as well it's the iconic moment but I think it's just how like what they're wearing the lighting of that scene yeah um yeah everything is just like sort of at a peak there um like when I when I go back to see interviews and reviews at the time that's the scene that they always play before getting to their yeah video right it's well it's the thing that ends the, the movie they like replay the audio from that at the end yeah yeah you got any like talents like hidden talents uh washington adams jefferson madison monroe adams jackson van Buren, and harrison tyler Pumpkin taylor it's all the presents Fillmore, Pierce Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grinton, and Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Hardin, Colchuver, Franklin, Roosevelt, Harry S. Truman, Dwight D. Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Jim Nixon, Ford Carter, Rankin-Bush, Clinton, Bush. That was rad. Can you dance? You can tap dance? Can you? No. Here. I'll play a song and you dance. Okay. Come here. Come here like this. Right here behind the heart. In front of the heart. Okay. I can't really sing. I have to sing goofy in order to sing, like I have to sing stupid, okay? Okay. And with a hasty word you can 
Okay, slow dance. Slow dance to this part. And if I were old, your heart last night, that's because I love you. I will go with it's so funny that I'm also going to choose a cute moment in a not cute movie um it's when it's when he sets up Walter's room at the old folks home Mm. oh yeah yeah one i found that aesthetically pleasing i don't know i like the idea of he got a bunch of you know you get a box full of stuff and you just unload the box and find a way like you know you and decorate the room and i I think honestly he could have i kind of wish like it turned out he became like a interior uh interior uh decorator is that what they're called yeah yeah um i think that would have actually been a solid job for him because he has an eye um but like you know i put like the matches on the wall there's so much thought and compassion put into it and he didn't he didn't really have to put in that much thought he could have just thrown it on mm-hmm. the wall and he'd be good oh, absolutely. and then he then when he comes now he explains it he looks at his wife and you know says you know you know you know barely talks about how hot his wife was which is interesting but old guys love that um explaining where all the things in his drawer was you have a very handsome suit and oh do let me it was just really sweet and kind and you know that and that's like the thing where you're like okay he's not an a piece of shit (laughs) um which is good to remember especially at that point when we've seen all those like of him just being like a horrible communicator and a horrible husband but it kind of gives you an idea of that there is something in him um, it's just unfortunately buried under all this shit. Yeah. Um, but that was a and, really sweet, sweet moment. And I love that cut at the end when he sees her and then it cuts straight or when he, you know, from his point of view, sees something and then it cuts straight into the present. Yeah, definitely. And it's those moments of um, attentiveness and compassion that are that are like continually buried over the years when you need to like break down Dean uh, when we see him in the kitchen to when you actually see like that side of him that decorated Walter's um, uh, room at the nursing nursing home, you know, where it's like, we just, it's like less and less existent at that point. And like, that's when it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that scene is very good. Um, And yeah, I think you're absolutely correct, though. Like, he doesn't need to think about the decoration all. Just, it, it all it all feels so, like, natural to him. Well, it's a small, small room here. Probably not good enough, so strip the furniture, okay? And as we bring you a box, you start unpacking, placing, flatten all the cartons and get them out of here. What goes, what happens to all the other stuff? It's not a problem. 
so I stuck them in the wall. If you don't like it, just, just take them down. It's tape. Do you want to sit down in your chair? Okay. Hey. Here, let me get this. Anyway. You got it? Okay, Walter, I'm going to get in trouble. I got to go, but I got to show you a few things, okay? That's your shoes. See? Hey. Yo. You got to go, all right? Okay. I'll meet you in the truck. Okay. Right. And uh, he's not the boss of me, by the way. All your stuff's in here. That's your pants, sweaters, shirts. Hey, Walter, is this, you? is this your wife? Is this you and your wife? She's a beautiful woman. Um, okay, nice to meet you. Good luck here. Okay. I'll see you down the road. For me, I'll, I'll, I was just like very struck by the uh, the emotional truths with um, the the conversation in the future room um, and talk about Dean's potential mm. and the luxury of drinking at eight o'clock in the morning and um, um, you funny. paint somebody you paint somebody's house and you get up in your own time. But it's, yeah, it's in those moments where you just, where I think Cindy, I, I think you can take a few guesses, but for me, it might be where Cindy has no love for him anymore. When she has that sort of like, she has no respect you know, for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's respect. Yeah. That could be it too, where it's like respect is lost there, but that it's the, it's um when he comes to, or uh, when he comes to the hospital, that, that's where. The respect is lost as well because um, we because I, I think it's like you know um <laughs> michelle williams is a part of her reputation now is like um the theatricality and she wants to like make a meal out of some lines and it's like i have no love for you where it's like it's like she does like one of those but um yeah it's it's in that moment too when um when she just sees him as 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 like unrecognizable from um before they had Frankie um, and after, yeah. and um, we're really put into that perspective. It's it's like very well written, um, well shot. Like that that whole motel room is so well shot. Um, yeah, and that's when he was like, "I didn't want to be someone's husband, someone's dad." It's just like, but then again, it's like we say, it's all self inflicted, and it's quite toxic but deeply human at the same time.
Yeah, I'm gonna need that. Why don't you do something? What do you mean? I don't know. What does that mean? Why don't I, I don't do know. something? I mean, isn't there something you wanted to do? Isn't there something you want to do? Like what? I don't know. You're so good at so many things. You could do anything you wanted to do. You're good at everything that you do. Isn't there something else you want to do? Then what? Then be your husband? Then be Frankie's dad? What do you want me to do? What, 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 in your like dream scenario of me like doing what I'm good at, what would that be? I don't know. I just mean you're so good at so many things. You can do so many things. You have such capacity. For what? I don't You can sing. You can draw. You can... <coughs> <laughs> Dance. Listen, I didn't want to be somebody's husband, okay? And I didn't want to be somebody's dad. That wasn't my goal in life. Some guys it is. It wasn't mine. But somehow, I've. it was what I wanted. I didn't know that. And that's all I want to do. I don't want to do anything else. That's what I want to do. I work so I can do that. I'd like to see you have a job where you don't have to start drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning to go to it. No, I have a job that I can drink at 8 o'clock in the morning. What a luxury, you know? I get up from work, I have a beer, I go to work, I paint somebody's house, they're excited about it, I come home, I get to be with you. What's, like, this is the dream. It doesn't ever disappoint you? Why? Why would it disappoint me? Because I could still do whatever potential? I could do. So what? Why do you have to fucking make money off your potential? Look, I'm not even saying you have to make what money does potential off it, you mean? miss it. What does even potential mean? What does that mean, potential? Potential for what? To turn it into what? We rarely sit down and have an adult conversation because every time we do, you take what I say and you turn it around into something that I didn't mean. You just twist it. Start blabbing. Blah, 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 blah. If you're not interested in what I have to say, then maybe I just shouldn't say anything. <laughs> Any other final thoughts before we get out of here? No, this is a fucking bummer, but I was really <laughs> surprised how much yeah. I liked it. Yeah, um, this is a really special movie in that way. It look it looks terrific. Yeah. It moves yeah. at a really good pace. I was engaged. It doesn't feel like it drags. Yeah. Um, because it's all doing some work, either interior or mm -hmm. exterior character work. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I was I was pleasantly surprised. This is continuing my thesis that 2010 is an is a uh, distinguished is a really underrated year in. I thought this came out in 2006 for some reason. I have no idea why. That's really fun. That's fine. <laughs> I thought it came out in 2011, like the year after. Yeah. I think it was like December 2010. Like it was borderline 2011. But, the Oscar um, push. Yeah, Oscar push. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Johan, thank you so much for being here once again. Thanks for having this me. Is, yeah, always a great time to have you. Um, yeah, if you have anything coming out soon or like out now. This is out in about a month. And if you have anything else in the future. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know. I'll be at Canon May. So yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Is this your? Oh, poor you! You get to go to France. <laughs> hey, 
Listen. Yeah, it's the second year. Nice. It's a really it's stressful there. Okay, it's nice, but it's mm. stressful when you're. No, I know, I know. Yeah. It, if you didn't have to work, you'd probably be overjoyed. But oh, right. for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be so overworked. I think the worst thing is the ticketing process. Yeah, like, I was gonna say like seven a.m. and you have like a screening at eight, and you got back, you went at like four, Ugh. and then you have to like it's fight cr- for your life getting a t- one yeah. single ticket. Wow. It's crazy they don't handle that for you. I've always been blown away how like they how journalists and critics, people who are there to promote your fucking movie, have to fight tooth and nail to actually see the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some publicists will like give you a ticket to like other screenings, but like their ticketing website is like <sighs> so so bad. Don't be don't you want people to see these fucking movies? It's so crazy to me. especially when like Um, the thing is like festivals have yet to figure out how to develop a website link that can like hold enough people like it's as if they underestimate how many people they have like calculated will be going interesting it's really weird sundance also like broke this year and it was awful yeah that's what i heard um yeah and you would think for somewhere as like like this is can like this is not some like like local festival i don't know this is like like the most famous festival in the world way better yeah true for the reason of like they don't have as many people yeah (laughs) like this is the most famous yeah but yeah i mean that'll be fun to like you know see everything premiere and i don't i don't think that there's been an announcement yet of what's gonna i don't know yeah, looking forward to that. Looking um, for Barbie. I want to see Greta. Oh Girl. yeah. Oh yeah. That's um, spe- speculated or like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I, there'll be like. I knew that Oppenheimer story. was gonna be there. Oppenheimer. Yeah. But that is my least and like out of those two, that's the one I'm anticipating the least. <laughs> so I don't want it yeah. there. Because- mm-hmm. yeah. I want Oppenheimer in my eyes so badly. That's that's gonna be like my favorite day of the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna do those on the same day. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Are they still doing that? Yeah, oh better God. not change they, it. I think that yeah. Actually, why would they change really it? Yeah. It's, no, it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. Both of those movies, because like yeah, no, no one's like I'm gonna go see one. Everyone's like I'm gonna have oh, like, do the other. And, and now so, I need the and now that Oppenheimer is three hours, I need the runtime for Barbie to plan out my day. <laughs> I I think the, the six, I think the six year old yeah. men are not gonna watch Barbie, but <laughs> um, I do think they're gonna watch Oppenheimer. Yeah, dudes but, rock. Um, yeah, one both one ticket for both. For we love when dudes make mat like horrible weapons that kill hundreds and millions of people. We love that. Yeah. Thanks, Christopher um, Nolan. Thanks, Christopher Nolan. I love how I, I, it was so funny when that there's that news like you know there's one you know there's one real explosion. I'm like, there's what now? <laughs> yeah. Like, who gave this motherfucker a nuke? And obviously yeah. he didn't actually detonate a nuke, but it would it was just the way it was worded. It's just yeah. like, what? Huh? I don't want to put it past him either. Never underestimate that guy. Yeah. I, I don't want to underestimate Chris. Um now what will make more money? That you know, I'm curious to see that too. Um <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah. I can be found on Twitter at Jack A. Draper. And my letterbox is Jack Draper 7. Um, 
this uh, this film is on Canopy and on Tubi currently in the U.S., um, which is which is nice to see that it's available out there. Um, next episode we have Vox Lux. Oh, Good movie. Very intriguing. Good movie. Um, Matt Sapola will be here for for that one. Um, this is like I can't remember a time for an episode that we have coming that I am like so e- I am so eager to see what Clay thinks of this. I like I am dying to know because it, it so good. It's so good, and I am like it's kind of, and I I know like when Clay doesn't like Very when I see this. It's I it's kind of about everything. <laughs> But you know, I'll just you know, I'll say, do I I'll not say like less. Can you say that? Well, I don't like when you do a lot of things, so I understand that idea of when uh, you you know Clay doesn't like when I do X. It's true, I don't like when you. You speak, probably so. lose track of what things you don't like me doing. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, I don't like that either. So that's true. Um, everyone can follow me at Birds of Clay on Twitter. And on Letterboxd, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Clay Williams. You follow the podcast short account, ETT Pod. Please remember to send us an email at agustin3s2010s at gmail.com. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Give us five stars on any podcast platform you listen us on to. Greatly appreciate it. Send, uh, yeah, comment. Share us with a friend. Run up to someone in the uh, middle of the street with a ukulele. If you see, if you see a coworker going through don't be, um, don't you know don't a marriage downfall um right Grab in the ukulele. middle of that recommend exiting through to them well yeah but when you do and so grab a ukulele swing your hips around try to do a bad singing voice and say hey go listen to yeah. exiting through the 2010s mm-hmm. they'll cheer mm-hmm. them right up um or if not call the police and as always we'll catch you next time on exiting through the 2010s mm-hmm.